Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Real quick, before we dive in today, I just wanted to say that today's episode is sponsored by the Seeds of Inspiration event that is happening on October 12th. I am honored to be speaking at this event with three other inspiring women. And if you're saying, I'm, I'm lost, I'm searching for a community, I'm searching for deep and honest connections with other like-minded women, this is the event for you. This is the day for you. On October 12th, it's a Saturday, at the beautiful Studio 324 in Rochester, Minnesota, it's a gathering of women who are searching and looking for those things just like you are. It's a day of empowerment. It's a day of connection. Tickets are on sale now by clicking the link in the show notes or by searching Seeds of Inspiration on Eventbrite. I cannot wait for you to join the Seed Society. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday it is for you guys when you listen to this. Like, What a great way to kick off your weekend or to dive into your weekend by listening to this amazing interview that I have today with my guest, Christy Turnsnick. Christy is an inspirational speaker, an author, a hypnotist, and a life coach who really helps people connect with their truth to live more deeply. She works with people who've recently experienced a significant life event and are feeling mentally drained, physically exhausted, spiritually depleted, and are finally, finally ready to return to their joy in their life again. Come on, we all need a little bit of this, right? I think so anyway. In today's um, talk, we talk about mindset. We talk about owning and connecting with your deep inner self and really how shining the light on your shadows through this great, easy four-step process that Christy has where we can then embrace who we are and truly, truly live a life full of the potentials that we need. It is moving, it's profound, and it's so easily tangible and digestible. My favorite ways to hit mindset. So enjoy all of Christy's wisdom. And she also has a very special offer of some free meditations too that are linked in the show notes. So make sure you check them out to kind of help you get to your moment of Zen and to find and embrace the best version of you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm very excited for us all to sit and chat with my guest today, Christy. Welcome, Christy. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the best way for everybody to get to know you is for you to just dive in and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. So who is this lady? Who is Christy? 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, so my name is uh, Christy Tersnick, and I am a, a life coach, hypnotist, uh, motivational speaker, like uh, author, and I help people who have been in some sort of significant um, experience with a family member, and um, they're, they've really lost touch with who it is that they are, and I help them to rediscover the joy of living so that they can feel more like they're living on purpose with passion, and um, you know, I like to say live every day like it's a day at the beach. That has to be the most gratifying job that I have ever come across. <laughs> it truly is, especially when, um, you know, someone is feeling so um, hopeless and detached from, you know, from what it is that they're, the life that they're living. And then, you know, on the um, end of, of our time together, like just the joy and the, the happiness that they're feeling and the trust in themselves and, you know, their gifts and who they are. It's a truly a remarkable, uh, remarkable thing that I'm able to witness and, and to help them with. So I'm very grateful for it. I'm always interested to know, how did you start on this path? Because in something that is as unique as you do, I don't think people just come up in their mind and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. There's, I'm assuming something that probably prompted this. Yeah, a couple of uh, different things um, had led me it, it, you know, to where I am today. Um, many, many years ago, um, when I was a teenager, I was diagnosed with a heart condition um, that would require lifelong medication, um, you know, and I had to live a life that was less than the one that I wanted. Um, and through introspection, I discovered that because I hadn't um, felt good enough about myself, I didn't feel loved, I didn't feel valued, or like that I was worth anything really in the world, um, I created this heart condition actually that caused me to get the feelings of love and, and important and so I started to do my, you know, my inner work and healed all of those beliefs and those feelings. And it was amazing. Like, just like magic, my heart condition healed itself as I healed those emotions. So it taught me really um, deeply the power of our mind-body connection and how we can influence our lives in a significant way. Um, so that was the first thing that really got me into the, the self-help, the understanding that, you know, mindset is really everything. And then um, within the last couple of years, my husband had uh, gone through a drug addiction, uh, which caused me again to kind of, you know, live the life that I didn't want. And I was living day to day more in survival mode. And at some point I started to, you know, say that I needed to do the things that were important for me and to, you know, allow myself to reconnect to who I wanted to be. So my, uh, the work that I do now was part of um, the result of me going through that process and rediscovering who I was even through the difficult time um, you know, and now through his recovery, I'm able to look back and see what steps I took uh, that I can utilize with, uh, you know, with clients to make similar changes. That takes a lot of inner work. That takes a lot of inner perspective, especially even as somebody as young as a teen to say, yeah, I've created this because I'm needing this in my life. Yeah. You know, it did take um, quite a bit of time to, you know, get to the point where I was able to resolve everything, but I had started, you know, having those conversations with myself of, you know, like, why am I experiencing this? What is it here to teach me? Because I believe that everything in our life is a, um, it's a lesson, you know, it's an opportunity for us to go deeper into who it is that we are you know, the good and the, and the so-called bad um, and the things that we don't like are an opportunity for us to reflect of what's going on. You know, how is this thing that I'm experiencing? How is that benefiting me? How is it serving me? Like, where is that, that, uh, you know, silver lining? 
And uh, once you go into that more deeply, you're able to discover all of the things. Um, and it really requires giving yourself permission to go to those places that are uncomfortable and dirty and, you know, really raw and um, that we don't want to. Um, but that's where all of the, the healing is going to be taking place. Now, this might be a really loaded question, mm -hmm. um, but where do you think this place in all of us comes from, or so many of us comes from, where we really do feel unworthy of love, or we don't feel valued, mm -hmm. either amongst ourselves or from others? Like, I, I, so many women that I talk to come across this, and, you know, at the bare bones of it, like you said, we, we truly feel this. Why do so many of us carry this around? Yeah, that's a, a fantastic question. And I think so much of it is our cultural conditioning. You know, like it's we're taught the best that our parents can teach us based on what they learned. Um, but it's not always connecting with the truth of who we are. You know, like when we're born, like babies believe in themselves completely. You know, if they want something, they scream about it. They ask until they actually get it, right? They have no um, qualms about their desires and their worthiness of, of getting things. Um, and they, you know, when they're first walking, like they believe that they can do it no matter if they fall down, um, they're going to get right back up and keep on trying. And it's as we as we age and, you know, as we get more and more life and, you know, quote, education and training on how we should be, um, we are asked to form and to fit into you know, various different models or ideals in order to be a functioning member of society, you know, and at some point those are good for our development. They help us to you know, understand our, our place in the world, but they can also be very limiting um, depending on what kind of experiences you're, you're getting from, those family members or the community around you and you know the uh, the world itself as far as like what is acceptable for uh, the person and that you're born into um, we, so all, think, we had it all yeah. figured out when we were babies yeah. like you we just did. have to revert back to that we, we knew everything yeah. then Exactly. Right. So it's really a remembering of who we were um, and who we are, as opposed to, you know, discovering that. So it's peeling back the layers of, oh, this is a label that I don't need, or that's a belief that's not really mine or accurate. Um, because what is fantastic is if you identify like some of the thoughts that you have, especially the ones that are uh, very present when you're getting in your own way, um, you know, or you're not believing in yourself. If you look back throughout the generations of your family you will find a trend that it is pretty well consistent that you if you have it then your your parents have it either one or both of them and then often the grandparents and sometimes even back farther generations so you can see that direct line um, you know of that belief and once you're able to shift that then you're shifting it not only for yourself but also those that you're impacting so it's really important for us to you know, start to take an honest look at who it is that we are and ask ourselves if we are are, you know, believing in ourselves, if we're showing up as the best version of who we're meant to be, and if not, how can we take steps forward in order to make that happen? And you had mentioned earlier to, you know, embracing these parts of us that we feel icky about or bad, mm -hmm. or maybe that are dark. Mm -hmm. And one of the topics that you really speak on well, and I'm very intrigued on is shining your light on our shadows and really finding, like you said, that embrace of who we are. Mm -hmm. Can you talk more about that? Absolutely. Um, and, and so, as I said earlier, like uh, one of the things that I love to do is have people feel like 
you know, their, their life is very carefree as it's like a day at the beach. So I've developed the acronym um, of PALM, you know, P-A-L-M, like palm trees, um, to help us to remind us how to shine the light on our shadows. So the P stands for permission of really giving yourself an honest um honest look of what's going on in your environment yeah you know how did you get to this place and is it uh, is it the life that you're wanting and how did you um how did you allow this to happen right because every choice that you made had gotten us to where we are so it's giving yourself permission to look at things the way that they are and then also giving yourself permission to release the shame and the guilt that comes with that introspection of maybe not being exactly where you want to be or having experienced certain things um and also giving yourself that permission to dream a bigger dream of what it is that you want for yourself, which leads us to the A of the POM acronym of having an awareness of what's truly going on and um, what it is that you want. So you can take that, uh, you know, that accountability for, um, you know, for your life and really take that ownership because you can't, uh, you know, change something if you're not aware of what's going on. So giving yourself that that possibility to discover what it is that is going on, what you want. Um, and that requires a, a deep level of love for yourself, which is the L in our palm. Um, and because we need to love all parts of ourselves. We need to love the, you know, the parts that we're really proud of. And we also need to love the parts that we wish were different or that we wish were stronger because those are areas that uh, truly they need more of our attention. Um, and when we're allowing ourselves to, to focus on those areas that we feel, you know, quote, less than, then we're embracing every part of us, you know, because we all have um, uh, parts that we're really strong and we have parts that we're, um, you know, less strong in. And it's just a matter of embracing the, the truth of who you are, um, because we have so often disconnected from the parts of us that we don't like, you know, maybe we're um, a little bit shy or we're too heavy or we, we're just not skilled in this one part. But when you're allowing yourself to really embrace all of your, um, like your missing pieces or the detached pieces, which is the M, the missing pieces, um, then that's when you become whole. That's when you really start to love and honor yourself for who it is that you are, everything that you've experienced, and then also everything that you can be experienced in the future and how you can create a significant impact in the world just by being more authentically who it is that you are. Mm, I love those steps. In the community that you serve, do you find that people struggle with one piece of that more than another? You know, it all really comes down to um, permission, you know, just giving yourself permission to, um, to do all of these things, because you need the permission to have an awareness of what's going on, of what, what you want for yourself, of what's different, and giving yourself permission to love yourself exactly who, like the way that you are and who you are. Um, so it, it all is um, connected really at the deepest level to, um, to giving yourself that permission to honor what's going on in your life and who at the deepest level of, of life of who you are. I love too how you melded that permission, not only of feeling and forgiving and seeing and embracing, but to dream big. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because so often we've been taught to, you know, to think small, you know, like, oh, well, that's out of our reach, or that's not for us. Um, You know, but why is that? You know, I believe that if you have an idea, if you have a thought, if you have, um, you know, just that desire for something more than just 
within yourself, you also have the ability to make that manifest into your reality because otherwise you wouldn't have the ability to dream that thing. So it's part of the, um, you know, one of the underlying principles of the universe is that if you have that, that, that imagination, if you have that desire for something, then conversely, you'll also have the ability to bring forth that into form. Um, so it's, you know, it's really just tapping into that bigger picture of what it is that you want without the self-imposed limitations and, and beliefs that we unfortunately always give ourselves. That coming back to again, where kids have it all figured out, they daydream, they fantasize, they play, Mm -hmm. they can do anything and everything. And they really, truly feel that in their heart and soul. Yes, absolutely. And it's tapping into that, uh, you know, that ability to play and to imagine and to just dream, you know, like how often do we just sit and, and dream about what it is that we want for ourselves? You know, sometimes we say that we want, uh, you know, a better life, or we want more money, or we want to be happier, but we don't quantify what that means. You know, we're not very specific about it. And unless we get that specific, as uh, you know, the specifics on it, or get that clarity, then it's just going to stay out in the, you know, in the realm of wishful thinking, because your mind uh, doesn't have any ability to understand what that actually means. You know, so if you want more money like how much more money do you want you know because if I give you a dollar you have more money but that's Mm -hmm. probably not what you're looking for Mm -hmm. you know yeah so it's like what do you want like give yourself just that opportunity to sit for you know 15 minutes and and just say what do I want for myself for you know this next week or or this next year Um, and and, coming back to what what is it that is calling me what is uh, you know what is it that I'm being pulled to and start to create that. Do you have any practices for people as they're beginning that to really truly start to forgive themselves or other people? I think we can easily say, you know, I'm going to forgive somebody, but how do you really truly detach from that and move into that space? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I, th- I think that for, for me, I don't think that we detach from that feeling. I think that we go deep into that feeling. Um, I think that we need to honor what is coming for, up for us. Um, because if we don't, it's just going to be that energy that's living within us. So if, if someone has hurt you or if you're feeling upset about something, like go into that and understand why am I feeling this way? You know, because your feelings are really a guide to helping you to understand more about your mindset, about your belief uh, system. And the more that you can uh, understand what this feeling um, is there to teach you, then the easier it is for you to move past it and to move through it. So if you you know, are experiencing something that was very negative, then like, allow yourself to go into that and say, what is it that is uh, beneficial about this? Like, how is this helping me? You know, and um, for example, like in the case of someone who maybe has um, like betrayed you or, or hurt you or something like that, um, then that is teaching you a level of, um, you know, your perhaps like your boundaries, you know, maybe that's an area that you need to strengthen um, your your limitations on what you will and will not allow uh, with interaction for someone or maybe it's an indication of how you're showing up as far as, you know, if um if you need to be using your voice in a stronger way or having a little bit more confidence or belief in yourself, but every situation can really be a, um, 
a mirror for you to understand what's going on with yourself. And then once you get that, that truth or that understanding, then it's at that point, then you're able to move past the situation. And like you said, you know, kind of detach or have it un, um, unaffect you moving forward because you've got the lesson and you don't need to carry that with you, but you can take the learnings uh, that you've gained from that and move forward, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so intertwined to, you know, being able to have enough self-love and respect for yourself to be open with yourself and say, this is a mirror to something that I need to work on within me and enough confidence in yourself to say, you know, I am worthy of this. I am strong enough. I am in deserving enough to have a conversation with somebody or release these things that I'm continuing to carry around. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, that's exactly it too. Sometimes we need to be able to just give ourselves that permission to release it and say, you know, I'm done carrying this load. You know, it, it served me for a, a while to, you know, to have this, this feeling with me for a while, but it's not something that I want to or choose to take food with, you know, with me as I move uh, on in my life, because it's not going to allow you to, to accomplish all the things that you want. And when you're deep in it, when you're deep in a struggle, where do you start to pull apart that? Because it's easy, I think, in retrospect, after you've had some time to step out of that space and to start to see like, this is serving me for a reason. And this is was in my life for a reason. Mm-hmm. But in the really, really dark times, yeah. can you do that? Do you do that? Yeah, you know, I think that um, you're going to go in and out of that awareness of whether, you know, whether or not you're able to understand from that higher perspective. But I think the more that you're able to tap into your intuition, um, because we all have those thoughts of, you know, hmm, maybe that's a little bit off or you know, maybe I should do this or you know, something like that. Like we, we intuitively know um, when we're off course from where we need to be. And the more that we can allow ourselves to lean into that and just say, well, I wonder what that's about or you know what is this uh you know leading me to like what is the next thought or what um could this possibly um represent something like that that gives us more of the the opening of the door you know we might not have to push the door all the way open to see the full understanding but we do have those moments when you know you're deep in the situation and then there's that that higher part of you that's looking down and saying oh I see me kind of freaking out or having this you know this experience and it's not the one that I want um, but I'm still deep in it you know like we, we have those different levels of our awareness so it's just giving yourself permission to once you have those moments of, of clarity, just tapping into them as much as you can and holding on to that knowledge when you flip back into more of the deeper parts of it. Christy, do you have certain practices that you do or you recommend to others to start to really tap into that deep inner self or that higher self? Because if we're going to follow that intuition, mm-hmm. I, I believe that you have to really be connected deeply to yourself. Yeah. And do, do you have any practices for that? Yeah, the one thing that I, uh, I I really encourage people to do is to ask themselves questions. Like I'm, I'm always um, asking myself questions of, you know, what or how is this serving me? Or what does this mean? Like I'm always looking for that internal um, uh, guidance. And also, you know, asking for the, you know, the universal, the divine um, to, to offer information as well. So for me, what I what I share with clients often is when you're going throughout your day, just 
uh, you know, tune in every so often to how am I feeling? Like, am I feeling good? Um, if you're feeling good, keep on doing those sorts of things. If you're feeling off in some way, you know, if you're feeling tension or tightness or just like that unease, um, then you can just ask yourself, well, what might this be about? Or what am I needing in this moment? And then you're always going to get a, um, a response from yourself. Anytime that you ask a question, there's always going to be some sort of thought or feeling or memory or you know, just some sensation. So the more that you connect with that, the stronger your intuition and internal guidance is going to be. And that's really what you want to be strengthening, especially during the, the deeper times, um, you know, the darker times when you're having those uh, those experiences that are unsettling, the more that you can tune into some solid foundation of, you know, your, your internal guidance of the truth at deepest level, then that's where it's going to be easier for you to navigate those out because you're, you're, you're anchored, you know, you're tapped into that deeper part. So you might be tossed around a little bit, but it's not going to be a significant battering as it would be if you, you know, we're just responding to everything in life kind of comes full circle back to that palm acronym like you're giving yourself permission to ask Mm -hmm. you're being aware you're loving yourself to acknowledge what you're feeling and then you're figuring out what is missing or what is there that I need absolutely and and that's exactly it like it is full circle it's more of you know everything with the the palm acronym absolutely but it's the full circle of of coming back to ourselves coming back to our, our our truth of who it is that we are because i believe that we each have an important purpose on this earth you know we're all meant to impact the world in a very special and unique way so the more that we allow ourselves to continue to tune into who it is that we are and what's coming up for us um, and you know certainly it's not a um, like an egocentric type of of thing but it's more of a just an honoring and an acceptance of you have an important part to play in the world and um, by doing your inner work then you're going to be showing up and being able to serve other people in a greater way of you know bringing more of your presence your truth to the world so um, connecting with everything that you need to be um, you know within in order to uh, to embrace that that truth that goodness of who you are I've been on a bit of a grounding kick recently and trying to find more ways to keep myself grounded. I'm assuming, Christy, in the work that you do, you do need to take a lot of time to reground your energy or just to reground to begin this process. Mm -hmm. Do you, in what ways do you do that? For me personally, um, I find nature very, very um, grounding, you know, so anytime that I'm able to get outside and walk or just put my feet on the grass, um, I, I, you know, I I get back to myself, I get back to that calm um, internal state through that, or, you know, even when I'm um, looking at um, a, a picture. Um, you know, maybe on the internet or something like that, that helps me to reconnect. And then also taking time just to do nothing, you know, to sit and be still and to um, really to be, you know, just to allow myself to be in the moment of not having to fill that moment with something, some sort of activity or, or task or some sort of movement towards something. Because sometimes the hardest thing that we can do is just to do nothing, but just, uh, you know, just be with what it is that we're experiencing and where we are and sit in that quiet. Um, so those are a, a, two of the things that I really focus on. Um, but it's, it's an individual thing, you know, like tap into what it is that 
that grounds you, uh, you know, because it's going to be different for, for everyone. Some people, you know, they love to turn on the music and just dance around because that gets them in that feeling of, of joy and, and connection with themselves. So I would suggest that whatever it is that feels good for you, that lights you up, that you just feel more of, of who you are, of, uh, you know, you feel that calm, that, that joy, that, that peacefulness within, do more of that because that's what's going to be helping you to ground and to return to your center. And I totally agree. I definitely fall into that category of it's not always sometimes sitting and doing nothing is the hardest thing. I think that for me, and I, many of our listeners have expressed that as well. I think that is the toughest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so then you just start with maybe two minutes Mm -hmm. uh, of that, you know, and then work yourself up um, to whatever feels good. But uh, yeah, we just need to kind of turn off our mind uh, a little bit and do nothing. Yeah. because life is so busy it mm-hmm. is and we don't realize until we do nothing how wrapped up in that we become yeah yeah and you know what's also interesting is so often when um, when you sit in that space of doing nothing your mind tends to go into overdrive because it, we have conditioned it to have to do something to fill that space so it takes a bit of practice in order for the mind to understand that oh I, I get to to relax I get to do nothing during this time um, and then once that shift takes place then um, you know that you can have greater intuition you can have greater um, insight into some of the things that are waiting for you in the future um, you know just because you're having that awareness that openness of uh, receiving mm. receiving what's coming where Christy can people find out a little bit more about you or to work with you Mm-hmm. They can definitely go to my website, which is powerful-mindmind.com, or I'm, you know, I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram. So any of those places, uh, I'd love to connect. And everything will be linked right in the show notes. So you guys can all go ahead and find Christy from there. Because I think truly, truly what you're doing, Christy, and spreading this message is what so many of us are needing right now. I think there's a great shift of us really, truly realizing that we have to go deep within and we have to do all of those things to quiet our mind and figure out where those missing pieces are to create this wonderful life that we're all deserving of. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, as a gift for your listeners too, and to help along this journey, I've uh, created three free meditations that I would love to offer that help us to shift from chaos into more of that calm. So they help us to, uh, you know, to connect with ourselves, uh, to trust ourselves more and to really understand that everything that we're experiencing in life is a building block. You know, it's, it's something that's going to get us to the next greater part of who it is that we're becoming. So um, I can share that with you also, um, but it's powerful dash mind com forward slash free meditation. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. I know that um, this is a big topic that we've been talking a lot about on the podcast and with my coaching clients are finding those meditations that work best for you. And, and so to give those options, there's, it, that's, oh, I'm excited. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. And I always like to finish up with just a few questions for my guests. And so Christy, the first question that I love to know is, what is the very first thing you do in the morning? Oh, uh, I, when I wake up and I have the awareness that I am awake, um, I say thank you. Uh, so that's the biggest thing. You know, thank you for another gift of, of the day, an opportunity to really uh, experience this day of all of the blessings and the abundance and the ways that I can impact the world. So I start out with gratitude. Mm, we love some gratitude here. Yeah. You nailed it. 
mm-hmm. also, what would you consider is your super weapon? Oh, my super weapon is actually being able to uh, um, hear and understand what someone is not saying. You know, so often we say what we think that we should be saying, um, but I have an ability to understand like in between um, the, the words of uh, like the underlying things that are going on for people. So that's my super one. That's a that's an amazing one. That's a very yeah. un under uh, appreciated one, I believe. Yeah. And that's what me. makes you so good at what you do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the last question that everybody has to answer for me is what does being fierce mean to you? Oh, being fierce, it's such a powerful word. Um, and sometimes I think that we can be afraid of being fierce. But for, for me, being fierce is really owning who it is that you are and embracing everything that makes you and having that permission to show up fully, to be proud of who you are and to let everyone know. Mm, I like that. I love listening to everybody's because they so identify very strongly with who that person is. And yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Christy, this has been wonderful. I appreciate so much the power that you have given to the Fit and Fierce listeners and what you share with your audience as well. I know that it is deeply needed for so many of us. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity to share with your listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.